You're listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. This is episode 15, why the number of Instagram followers you have doesn't really matter. Yes, I'm going to be breaking down some of the myths you see about Instagram being extremely important to businesses and talk about what other channels you should be focusing on instead. Let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Welcome back to Brave and Boss the Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder of Encircled ethical, sustainable fashion line, the host of Brave and Boss in the podcast, and also uh, a coach, business coach in Marie Forleo's B-School program, as well as I do my own one-on-one coaching periodically as well. And I'm super excited you chose to spend the next 15 minutes with me to talk about what I think is a really important topic right now. So I'm giving you a bit of a break from COVID-19. We may get back into some more episodes around um, pivoting your business and managing through chaos, but I wanted to focus on this. It will be not entirely unrelated to COVID because I think there are aspects of that that play into the topic today about why the number of Instagram followers doesn't really matter. Um, but today I'm going to talk about what channels I think do matter and how you can focus on those instead. So one of the things I'm going to start off with is just give you a few little sound bites of facts about Instagram. So Instagram, 60% of adults spend time online, have an Instagram account. So that's like a lot of people. It's like somewhere between 500 to 800 million people a day on Instagram, which is bananas. That's a little insight from socialinsight.io. And when I was looking it up online to try and see uh, what was happening with Instagram, I mean, we all know that the organic reach has declined on Instagram. And if you're scratching your head thinking, what is organic reach? Um, Organic reach is essentially the percentage of people who can see your post without boosting or paying for the post. Um, And that's important because a lot of these social platforms, Facebook being the originator of it all, used to have an incredibly high amount of organic reach. And that was really valuable for businesses because you could essentially get free advertising. And what's slowly begun to happen, as as with the popularity of a lot of these platforms, um, they've had to hire teams and they've had to build servers. They have costs themselves, so they can no longer offer the service for free without finding some way to monetize it on the back end. So we first saw it with Facebook starting to charge for ads, um, and people were very upset about Facebook ads being in their feeds for a long time. And then, of course, Correspondingly, the organic reach on Facebook dropped because obviously they want people to pay for ads now to reach that audience. And what we've seen on Instagram is a very similar trend. Obviously, being owned by Facebook is um, we expect to see similar changes. But in 2019, the organic engagement rate dropped from 4.5% to 1.9%. I'm not even sure what it is on Facebook right now. I think it's under 1%. Um, And that's like an overall engagement rate. And then when you look at like really high engagement segments, which are typically not brands, um, like influencers typically have really high engagement. Um, They took the segment of travel influencers and now that segment dropped from 8% engagement to 4.5%. So basically half in 2019, that is a massive decline. So we can only 
expect that this is going to continue. I wouldn't be surprised if I recorded this episode in April 2021 that the overall engagement rate was probably 0.5% organically for everybody and travel influencers influencers probably around 2%. Um, So what does this mean? Well, it means that you could spend a lot of time trying to hack the Instagram algorithm or you can focus on other channels or you could do some paid promotion so what I want to talk about today is a couple of things. So a lot of people see Instagram as being a really important channel for the business. And I always ask the question, is it really that important to you? And the only way to really know this answer is to track some analytics around it. So if you're using something like later.com or Planoly, um, you may have the ability to append um, UTM links, which are uh, these tracking links to your links that you're sharing. Um, Google has a free UTM, basically, creator. And those help Google Analytics track where the traffic's coming from. Um, And so then you can start to see, you know, is there actually traffic coming from Instagram? Are they actually purchasing? Are they actually your ideal customer? Because that's really important. I see a lot of brands go on to Instagram and say like, oh my God, I want to be on Instagram. I want 100,000 followers, all this kind of stuff. Um, and it's kind of like a glam metric. I've definitely met brands for sure that are doing like multi-million dollars on Instagram and they don't have more than 10,000 followers. And that's because it doesn't really matter. Not, there is no correlation really between the number of Instagram followers and your success and revenue. Because nowadays you could actually buy Instagram followers if you wanted to if that number was so important to you. But what's really important is engaging with your community and providing value-added content and being super relevant and showing up where your customer is. So if your ideal customer isn't on Instagram, then you really shouldn't be spending that much time on there. And you really shouldn't be that concerned about growing your Instagram followers. Because everything that we do in our businesses needs to be connected to an objective. So if you're really interested in growing your Instagram following, then think to why. What is that objective that is connected to that? Does growing your Instagram following make you look more popular? Is it like social proof for people? Then if that's something important to your business, then yes. If you have identified through analytics that growing your Instagram following does have a positive correlation with your revenue and new customers, then yes, that's a great way to get on there. If you have like your business model completely dependent on Instagram, absolutely, you need to spend time on thinking about how to kind of hack that algorithm this year. But what I suspect is a lot of people aren't really measuring what's going on on Instagram, which is the first kind of pillar that I talked about already. So let's say that your customer is on Instagram, you've determined that they are Let's go down this path a little bit. So according to Instagram, there are six key factors that influence the Instagram algorithm for feed posts, let's say, in 2020. This is really changing all the time. So by the time you listen to this, if it's in the summer, it might be different. Um, But timeliness, frequency, following, usage, relationship, and interest. So you can get these publicly available online if you want. Um, Interest is basically like... Do, do people care about your posts? So um, the Instagram algorithm is going to see how much you actually care about a post, how much your followers like that post. And basically, if people are liking it and think it's amazing, that's going to be, um, you know, a priority. And also it's like, how much do you care about other people's posts? So if you're on Instagram as a brand, um, are you actually liking other people's posts? Are you actually engaging with people? Um, that's really important, um, in 2020, 
It's also important to, um, you know, always be pivoting and looking at your metrics in Instagram, um, your relationship with your followers. So whose content you're liking, people you direct message, people you search for, um, that kind of stuff. So showing up as a brand on Instagram, you can't just be like a one-way pushing mechanism, just pushing out content. You need to be interacting. You need to be responding to your comments. You need to be responding to your DMs. They are watching everything. I promise you that. It sounds really creepy, but they have the ability to do that. They want to know that you're adding value to the platform and to Instagram, that's value to them. Um, The third thing is timeliness. So definitely... um, the algorithm likes to find the best time to post. So looking at when your audience is most active is really important in your insights and trying to time into that is something that I would figure out, but it's not going to make uh, like the biggest difference in the world, but it will maybe get you a little bit more reach. Um, frequency. So definitely um, being on the app more often than not um, posting to a level where your customer is you know, your ideal customer is finding that acceptable is really important. Um, and then also who you follow and your usage. So, you know, how much are you actually using the app and what kind of content are you posting on there is really important as well. There's been a lot of rumors about video and photo, like video doing better than photo. I think Instagram likes to favor some video, um, especially when they're launching new features like Instagram TV was one of them where they like were temporarily getting a lot more reach, but that kind of tables off as people start using them. Um, you know, fake interactions are really a no-no for sure. Um, you know, all account types are equal. So there's a lot of questions about business or personal being better. Um, doesn't really matter. Um, and there's a lot of stuff about, um, comment links counting as engagement. So how, um, if you're just writing like one word in your comment, um, you know, you may get more engagement, more reach by writing longer comments for sure, but this is always changing. So those are some quick tips on Instagram and getting more organic reach, but it all comes back to tuning into your ideal customer and how much they spend time on there and what they want to see on there. And what they want to see on Instagram is maybe not your product being pushed all the time. They may want to see more value-added content. They want to see content they want to save. They want to share. They want to keep. Um, so that's really important. But again, if you're dealing with this really low engagement rate and you're spending a lot of time on there to get 1.9% reach, that's like not great. I mean, it's free reach, I guess, technically, but you are paying somebody to do it, either yourself or somebody else. Um, So that means it's not totally free if we're really calculating your time into it. Plus, I know a lot of store owners for sure um, spend a lot of time making content for Instagram or stressing about what to post. So don't forget to add that into your overall timeline. Um, So what I want to kind of speak to today is that like, again, like I've seen brands on there who have, I know, 30, 50,000 followers. Actually, I know one that has 100,000 followers and I know she does like um, what I would say a 10th of sales that we do um, at Encircled. So it doesn't really correlate to how much revenue a business has. Yes, she's had a lot of like Instagram influencers post her product and maybe she's more well-known, quote unquote, but they're not converting into sales. This episode of Brave and Boss is sponsored by No Issue. We all know how it feels to order a package online and have it come in beautiful packaging. It's like a gift to yourself. The problem is most packaging is not sustainable and also it's really hard for small brands to get customized packaging as the minimums for ordering are usually really high. 
Meet No Issue. No Issue is created to provide makers, brands, and businesses access to custom sustainable packaging. Their products include customizable tissue, stickers, tape, all three of which are compostable and printed with soy-based inks, which I love, and a stock 100% compostable mailer. Minimums are low and quality is high. Packaging, as you know, is a great way to create brand recognition through the customer experience, taking that digital experience to the real world. Sustainable packaging also shows your commitment to the planet and the small steps that your business is taking to reduce your impact. They sent me a sample pack and I was so impressed with the quality of everything. In fact, the tissue paper was like a work of art. To get started and try out No Issue, go to noissue.ca, that's N-O-I-S-S-U-E dot C-A, and use code BRAVEBOSS to get 10% off your first order. That's noissue.ca and code BRAVEBOSS. And now, back to the show. So, what does matter? That's the big question mark. And again, this comes down to your dream customer, whoever he, she, they are, um, you know, tuning into them and seeing where they're hanging out is really important. But if I can give you my biggest recommendation, and this is my biggest recommendation for, if you've been following this podcast, um, this is my biggest recommendation of all time and I'm still sticking with it. Um, so it's email, email marketing is definitely the thing I would fall fall back on right now during this time of COVID-19, but just in general, um, email marketing is one of the key ways I scaled my business when I first started. I didn't have a lot of time to do social media. I wasn't very artistic. I'm not good at photography. Um, you know, so I, I focused on writing really great emails and focusing on my email opt-in and, you know, making sure I was promoting it all the time and writing a lot of content. Um, that became my pillar and my cornerstone of my business. And that grew my business for a really, really long time. And it's still a huge driver of our business. We shifted the needle this year up until this point, I guess. Um, you know, last year we were only doing about 25%, I think, of our revenue. Yeah. Oh, no, under 20% of our revenue from email. And this year we're up to 40%. Um, so it's been a massive channel for us. And I think a lot of factors go into that. And I'm definitely going to... Um, do more stuff on email because I'm working on an email marketing course for e-commerce entrepreneurs, which I'm really proud of. And it's been a labor of love and taking me way too long, but um, it's an important channel. So the number of Instagram followers doesn't really matter. And quite honestly, the number of email subscribers doesn't really matter to an extent, as long as you're treating them well and that they're engaged with your content. If you think about it on an email marketing list, like the open rates, the average open rate, I think is about 20% in e-commerce um, versus let's say 1.9% on Instagram. Like, come on, I, that alone says where you should be spending your time. So try to focus on email during this time. Instagram, one of the challenges, um, and Facebook and any platform right now, especially during this crisis is that a lot of people are using, although a lot of people are spending time on those platforms, a lot of people are using the live video functions. There's a lot more posting. That means there's a lot more competition on that platform for share of voice and share of eyeballs. Um, so the more you can kind of support what you're doing on social media channels through email, the better and use email and your blog to generate content and drive it out and just use Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media platform you've picked to kind of amplify that, make it like a tool in your tool belt, not the tool belt itself, uh, if that makes any sense to you. Um, so I would focus on right now, 
Um, we've talked about this a little bit of what to do in your business right now, but you know, by the time this episode airs, I think we'll probably still be in the thick of it in many parts of the world. But right now you really want to get engagement and revenue. So you want people buying if you can ship for sure. Um, even if not put it on pre-order, get them to buy. Um, and a great way to do that is email. You can talk, you can storytell, you can share all kinds of content. You can create content that's unique on your blog that your customer would want to hear. Um, and push it out on Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest or whatever channel you choose. One of the questions I often hear is like, I don't only have so much time in the day, so how do I pick which channels to focus on? Um, And again, it comes down to analytics. So if you spend some time in Google Analytics and look at where your audience is coming from, and hopefully you have e-commerce tracking set up properly, it's super easy to do if you don't, just Google that. Um, But you'll be able to see pretty quickly where people are coming from. The number... The top three sources of um, revenue at my business, not Brave and Boss, that encircled, are typically um, email marketing, organic search, and paid advertising uh, for the most part. And, you know, that can be really tough during times like this where, um, you know, you're cutting back on budgets and you don't know what the future is going to hold. So for sure, I mean, I've cut back on my advertising a lot, like almost by more than 50%. Um, but people are still buying. So you kind of have to reallocate your budgets and reallocate your time to the most efficient channels. So do that work in Google Analytics and see where people are actually buying from. There's a couple of reports in there. There's one around um, under channels and audience. You can see um, the amount of revenue and traffic and conversion rate from each channel and really use that as a guiding light. Once again, it'll be different for every business. Maybe you are that unique snowflake where you get no revenue through email marketing. And to that, I would say you have a huge opportunity because that means you're missing out on a lot of revenue. When I took Marie Forleo's B-School in 2013, which is crazy, that was like seven years ago, um, I basically had no email marketing list. I was not focused on it. And this is not a commercial for B-School because you can't even sign up for it right now because it's in the middle of it. But she really opened my eyes to the importance of nurturing your list and creating content and how that can interact with an e-commerce business. A lot of people pass by that because they think it's a waste of time, but it's a long-term strategy for sure. And it's not the most glamorous strategy, but you know what? It creates a lot of value. You know, if you wrote four blog posts in the next four weeks that were really tied into something that your customer would want to hear from you and something that would value added, you could write four just content-driven emails to support those. And those four posts might drive a lot of organic search traffic to your your blog and hence your online store for free. So try to think about what the best use is of your time and how you can spend it over the next few weeks or few months. And definitely if you are thinking Instagram is a priority channel for your brand and for your customer, then measure it. Be sure to go into the the app every single day, interact like you're a real person, have conversations, um, do user generated content, you know, try to innovate in that channel because just doing the feed posts and the occasional story is not enough to bring you success on that channel, unfortunately. 
So that's why the number of Instagram followers doesn't matter. And if I haven't convinced you yet that it doesn't matter, head on over to Instagram at Brave and Boss and leave me a DM because I'm happy to talk more about it. I do think Instagram can be a nice showpiece for your brand and you can use it as a channel to find, you know, influencers and press will look for you. It's definitely one of those showcase channels, but for me, it's just not the biggest revenue driver. All right. Thanks for listening. And if you have any comments or if you want to rate review this podcast, I'd appreciate it so, so much. All right. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.